0: I wanted to do this video because I am a bit dysregulated and I needed to bring myself back into regulation. And um, I thought I would jump on and do a video. I just get comfortable, so I'm so Um, I thought I'd jump on and we could do it together. So, this so last week has been huge. I have been researching complex trauma a lot. And what I've really come to understand is that the brain of someone with complex trauma is so different to the brain of someone without complex trauma. And what I really understand is that there are fundamental parts of the brain of someone with complex trauma that just never developed, never developed, safety never developed. Uh, nurture that feeling of nurturing abandonment was a really big one that that is the cause uh neglect neglect was a really big cause for me um not so much the abuse, like not uh obviously the criticism and things like that, definitely the manipulation absolutely the judging for sure, the hitting absolutely um but for me, I think the bigger one was the neglect being left to fend. in situations that i should never have been left alone to fend for myself for and and that part of the brain that if you do not have a safe space if you do not have someone that you can go to where you can regulate yourself and feel safe again then you stay dysregulated and you start to build up this process where you basically just feel unsafe all the time and the world is dangerous and the process to healing that is bringing yourself into safety Making sure you're bringing yourself into safety, which I do, and I'm going to do that now um, because I want to bring myself back into safety. And then bringing yourself back into your body, regulating, coming out of the sympathetic nervous system and going into the parasympathetic nervous system. So, if you're someone with complex trauma and you were raised almost from the beginning with abandonment and neglect and some kind of abuse, then your you're happy hormones. This is what I've come to understand all the videos I've watched your happy hormones they just don't they don't develop and that explains why my teenage years I was always depressed and angry and sad and I never seem to be never seemed to be happy because once you hit a certain age where those hormones are meant to start kicking in around that teenage years if you've gone through neglect and you've gone through abuse and you've gone through abandonment in your childhood years then when you hit your teenage years your body is already predisposed to danger it already feels unsafe it's already it's already in the sympathetic nervous system and it hasn't been regulated back into the parasympathetic nervous system and if that's the case then you are stuck in feeling unsafe and then when those happy hormones are all meant to kick in and start to function and they don't then all of a sudden you have an unhappy teenager and you have an angry teenager. And then when and then when you move into adulthood, when there are other women that are meant to kick in and you're meant to have this development of your um, your cortex? So you've got the limbic brain, which is that automatic um, instant gratification, not only do things that you want to feel like doing, never do things you don't want to feel like doing, basically keep kids thrive in the limbic system. And that's where all your unconscious programming goes into. But then once you hit being, I'll try and slow down. Sorry. I'm so (laughs) dysregulated. I should have regulated myself and then shared all of this. I will try to slow down my speaking. Um, So then when you hit your 20s, you're then meant to move into your cortex. And that's when your rational, logical, critical thinking mind comes in and you stop making decisions based on how you feel and you start making practical, logical decisions based on the situation. I never learned that. So my, my actions and, and what happens is you then end up having a very sporadic life because everything you do is based on how you feel. You can't hold down a job because you go into the job You start the job, the job's exciting and fun and interesting, but then it becomes boring and so you leave. Uh, and it's just little things like that 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 I've really um that I really came to understand over the last couple of days of watching. And I'll put the link in so it's Tim Fletcher and it says understanding trauma videos and understanding all of this has really I kind of knew it, but I didn't really. I guess I didn't really own it. I didn't kind of go, yeah, okay, this is, this is my problem. I think somewhere in the back of my mind, I still had that. It's okay, I'm still normal, it's fine. I'm just a bit of broken normal. Um, but, yeah, these videos just kind of helped me understand that there is something in my brain that never developed, but now I have the opportunity to develop it. So that cortex part of your brain, that rational, logical Thinking that when you look at a situation and then you look at the pros and the cons and you make decisions based on like sensible decisions. If you were someone that was stuck in your limbic brain and you're someone who went through trauma and kept you in this in feeling unsafe and in a dangerous place and in the sympathetic nervous system, then you're not going to develop that cortex part of your brain, mainly because your parents never actually set the wheels in motion for you to develop that so you're supposed to develop it over the years of being a child and teenage years and then by the time you get your 20s you it really switches on but if you come from a place of abuse and neglect then your parents aren't actually teaching you that you're not getting boundaries set you're not following through with your chores or your tasks if you may I didn't have to follow through with anything um, there was no commitment to anything because there was just so much neglect in in the house that 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 I never had to, I never followed through. I just pushed a little bit and then the wall would come crumbly down. Not my mom's fault. I really I don't sit in blame for her because I understand what she went through to become this way. So I have no anger towards her. I have a lot of compassion towards her for being the parent that i don't really think she wanted to be um but she was because there was no support back then there was no youtube where you could research this information there was nothing back when she had me there was there was nothing available so she was just a product of her situation and the only reason i'm doing things differently is because i've been able to access information that wasn't there before so regulating myself. Um, so I want to bring myself back into safety because I can feel I feel unsafe right now. And, oh, God, my neck is sore. Um, oh, i been working on the chicken coop this morning and it's really just throwing me off. So first I'm going to bring myself into safety and then I am going to ground. And I thought what I would do, share what I do which works for me and then uh, you see if it works for you.
1: So you close your eyes take a deep breath and then repeat maybe three times in
0: this moment right now I am completely safe from harm
1: and then take a breath in and out, and then say it again, in this moment right now, I am completely safe from harm. and breathe in, and breathe out. And as you do it, let your body move.
0: If your back needs to realign or the neck needs to realign, do that. And one more time, breathing in. In this moment right now,
1: I am completely safe from home. Hold the energy and the breath. And then breathe out. And then do a few breaths where you breathe in, hold it and then breathe out as long as you can. and then if you're really dysregulated and you still don't feel quite back yet take a minute depending on how you're sitting i'm sitting cross-legged so i can feel Bottom of my feet on my leg, cars coming, so you might hear the noise of the car. And then I feel like I'm buzzing, so I'm feeling that buzzing energy. And notice one more thing about your body. I can feel my heart beating. And you don't need to slow down. So basically, the way through
0: is to many times throughout the day check in see how you feel are you feeling grounded are you feeling centered are you feeling balanced or are you buzzing wiry chatty um in your head thinking like really up this end of your body And if you are, then if you need to go to the toilet and sit on the toilet and close your eyes and breathe for a couple of minutes just to bring that balance back, because from what I understand, this is a very old pattern that has been going for a long time, and it's going to take more than one breath to have it anchored in. And the problem is that the pattern is to be in the sympathetic nervous system. The pattern is to have the adrenaline flowing. The pattern is to have the buzzing and the be doing all the time. That's the pattern. And the only way through, and I have tried so many other ways that I know do not work. And I know this works because I've used it in other ways where I wanted to change my panic attacks. So, I think hundreds of times throughout the day, I would say that in this moment, right now, I am completely safe from harm. Statement, and that statement helped resolve that part of me that was so in fear that I would have panic attacks all the time, every day. I was having so easy to bounce bounce straight back out to dysregulation. Um, so it's retraining that part that is programmed to bounce out into the sympathetic, to come in to the parasympathetic. And that takes multiple times throughout the day to stop and breathe and balance and centre and calm. But it's really, it's a challenge. I just spent four hours building this. I can feel this energy sitting in my throat. Um, I just spent four hours with this guy building this chicken coop and this guy I love him he's so beautiful but it kicks me out it kicks me out of balance it it kicks me out just being around a man um, especially being around a man that I know is attracted to me I find that very uncomfortable but he's a good guy and we are friends Um, but it does It kicks me out. But then so does washing the dishes and sweeping the floor and driving the car and playing with my daughter and hearing the dogs bark and eating food. (laughs) There are so many things that just push me out and and just bring me back into that stressed, I don't feel safe centre. So... I want to go back into what I was doing that really helped my panic attacks which was when I was making food in this moment right now I'm completely safe from harm. I used to get criticized a lot with the food that I made from my exes and it really hurt their judgment and criticism and so I stopped cooking food I stopped making food I stopped baking I oh, yeah. you can see that I cut myself on the chicken coop I'm not me if I haven't cut myself on a chicken coop um they <laughs> do it all the time um uh, yeah so it it pushes me out when I'm making food and it pushes me out when I'm eating food this is why I don't eat food um so I want to do some work around that in this moment right now. I'm completely safe from
1: harm. Oh, but there's something. What is it? It's sitting here. I feel like I'm not. Oh, the mask. The fucking mask. So,
0: really, the biggest thing about being raised with complex trauma, this is. This is where the tears were. I could feel them. They were sitting in my throat. The biggest thing about being raised with complex trauma is the mask that you have to put on. And it was heartbreaking to hear it. And I didn't know how much it triggered me until right now.
1: But he talks about how kids have to murder their soul. We have to kill off parts of us to be allowed to live in a in a semi-safe way. And it's really um It's really broken me to think that I. He uses the term murder because it's very brutal
0: what you have to do to yourself. And you do, you have to murder all of these little parts of yourself just to survive in the family that you live in. And eventually, You murder so many different parts of yourself that you end up with this mask. You have no idea who you are. You have no idea how to be you because you're not you anymore. You're who everybody else wanted you to be, but you're not you
1: because it's not safe and it's not friendly and... And my journey over the next 12 months is figuring out who I am and dropping that mask and finding who am I underneath all
0: the trauma and all the stories and all the patterns and all the manipulations and all the judgments and all the abuse and all the beatings and who am I underneath all of that? Because right now I haven't got a clue. I don't know who I am. I'm buzzing more
1: now than I was before.
0: before. And I guess this is why I'm doing this, because I want to find out who I am. And I hope, I just, this is part of me, that I hope that by sharing this, somebody out there gets to find their way too. Because I wouldn't wish living like this on anybody. I really wouldn't. It's um terrible. It's, it's horrible not having friends and not being able to engage with my daughter as much as I want to. Living life based on how I feel. It's actually really hard living life based on how you feel. It's very sporadic. Okay.
1: I'm just maybe my glasses case. Um, I guess this is my life right now, and this is just what I'm stuck with. So, oh, that was one other thing I wanted to share.
0: What I realized. At the core, the core, and this is what Tim shares in his video, at the core of every person that has gone through complex trauma is a person that that believes they are of no value. And last year, I really felt worthless. Like I was in the depth of the worthless. That was the month. That was my own personal health, just feeling like I wasn't worth anything. And I found a place where I feel like I have some worth.
1: And now I feel like this year is finding my value
0: because I do at the core. and I've had people ask me, I said this to some people I was talking to this morning, that I, I've i had people, um, you know, ask me why, why I did my why were my parents way they are or why do I not have friends? Why do I struggle so much? And I basically say just my pure existence on this planet seems to be enough of a reason for someone not to like me. And when I look at my life, it does kind of seem that way. Just my pure existence seems to be a good enough reason for people not to like me. And so when he said that you, your value is at zero, you have no sense of value to say yeah he's absolutely right at the core there is no sense of value which is also why it's hard to make money it's hard to make money when you don't think you're valuable when you don't think you've got anything worth being paid for there's no
1: value there and it's really hard um yeah i kind of feel like this has been a really intense um
0: conversation to have with a video camera (laughs) but I'm going to spend a bit of time to sit with these very big feelings that are coming up right now and the buzzing and also go and get some food because I'm hungry and I will maybe see you tomorrow let's see but I am going to put up this video today so
1: it will go up today and I might see you tomorrow